Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you don't really need to know, but probably should. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the Sunday Sun. In today's episode, Pakistan's devastating floods, one woman's message from the other side, and according to new research, you've got a doppelganger. But first, it was on this day in 1888 that American George Eastman patented the first roll film camera. Registering the name Kodak, Eastman popularized the use of roll film and helped bring photography to the mainstream. calls it a climate-induced humanitarian crisis of epic proportions. As over and on the other side of the world, catastrophic flooding in Pakistan has killed more than... Torrential rains have devastated Pakistan. In the last two months, more than a 1,000 people have died, over a 1,000 injured, and at least 700,000 livestock animals have perished and one-third of the country is underwater. The south of the country has been the worst hit, with the districts of Balochistan and Sindh bearing the brunt of the waters. Pakistan's climate change minister, Sherry Raymond, recently toured these most effective parts of the country and shared her impression with DW News. To Sherry, it's clear these weather events are linked to climate change. It is not stopping. The rain is relentless. The water is coming down in buckets from a merciless sky. And we have now in our eighth week in the south of the country where many districts are beginning to look like they're part of the ocean. It is a climate catastrophe, I'm very clear, because the whole of this year we have seen one after another events, extreme weather events and a cascade of climate uh, catastrophes. And this has stretched resources. Some aids unable to reach many places because helicopters can't find dry land. The navies needed to be deployed inside the country for the first time. Flooding's not uncommon, but this is different. As we speak, we have uh, 30 districts in Sindh completely inundated. So this is reaching proportions much bigger than uh, what we saw in the super flood in 2010. It's, uh, frankly, it's, it's the biggest flood we've seen in living memory. To assist in what he describes as a monsoon of steroids, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres has made a plea for nations to lend a helping hand. The United Nations is issuing a flash of peel for 160 million US dollars to support the response led by the government of Pakistan. These funds will provide 5.2 million people with food, water, sanitation, emergency education, protection and health support. So why have these floods been so destructive? Well, outside of climate change, some are also pointing the finger at infrastructure. Niaz Ahmed is head of policy at WaterAid in Pakistan and shared this view with the BBC. At the national level, we could have uh, prevented lots of problems by building resilience. Just 10, 12 years ago, uh, we saw worst fillers in the, in the country. And starting from those 10, 12 years ago, if we had started building our resilience against these kind of problems, uh, we could have been in much better position. Despite being responsible for less than 1% of global carbon emissions, Pakistan has the eighth highest global climate risk in the world. It's time we wake up and act now. The head of the UN has this message for the world. 
as we continue to see more and more extreme weather events around the world, it is outrageous that climate action is being put on the back burner as global emissions of greenhouse gases are still rising, putting all of us everywhere in growing danger. Millions of households around the UK are concerned about how they're going to pay their upcoming bills. As energy prices continue to soar, you may be wondering where you could be cutting your costs. With one in four adults in the UK planning to not switch on their heating at all this winter, what can we be doing to save on our bills? The Times assistant money editor David Byers joined Times Radio to offer some key money-saving tips. To start off, plugging the gaps. So you know you can buy those sort of draft excluders, those handy draft excluders that look a little bit like colourful snakes. Buy one of those. The Energy Saving Trust says that if you've got a drafty home and you put those along the floor of your house, obstructing doorways, it can save you £45 a year. The second tip, reduce your boiler pressure. So if you've got a condensing combi boiler, you can simply turn down its flow temperature. Um, and that's basically how hot it heats the water before sending it to your radiators. And quite often boilers are overheating water. So it's often set to 80 degrees centigrade. It should be turned down to 60. That'll save you some money as well. Next, it's an oldie bit of goodie. Switching your light bulbs. LED light bulbs are, are very much uh, more significantly cheaper than, 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 than other light bulbs. So, if, you know, we've got all the calculations on the website, as you've said. But simply switching light bulbs can also save you. And finally, for the few of us who do have some disposable cash at the moment, the best investment to cut your bills is investing in solar panels. And it's perhaps a longer term thing. But you really should look at solar panels. If if I had a spare £12,000 now, yeah. which I don't, you should look at solar panels. The payback time for solar panels is now four years, uh, given current energy prices. It used to be 11 years. It's the best investment, I'm sure, that anyone can make right now, given the predictions of hotter summer. Still to come on the Sunday 7, a message from Beyond the Grave and an Artemis update. Have you ever thought about what you'd say at your own funeral? Well, thanks to AI-powered tech, it's now possible to ask questions to someone who's passed away. Stephen Smith's the co-founder of LA-based tech company Storyfile. His mother Marina died in June 2022, but mourners at her funeral were still able to ask her questions and watch her respond. Here's Marina's grandchild. How did becoming a grandparent change you? Oh, I think it brought immense joy into my life. And uh, I think just the core concentration about enjoying the company and going places and sharing and the beautiful little things. Marina's video isn't a deep fake. The process starts with the subject recording themselves answering dozens of questions. AI then selects answers to questions pre-recorded and approved by the subject. So when we hear people hear AI, they assume that AI means that we are somehow or other creating this character and all the content. Actually, we do use artificial intelligence, but it's not for creating new content or putting words into your mouth. What we're actually doing is using the AI to search the content, the answers to questions that you give, to get the most appropriate response. This is Storyfile co-founder Stephen Smith. 
Story file doesn't change answers to questions. We don't edit it, we don't manipulate it, we don't deep fake it. What we're trying to say is, this is the authentic you, this is the video that you created, and now you're making that accessible by means of conversation for the future. I would say really, if you have a secure face and you walk in it, I feel that your life will be full of joy and peace and love. And I would advise, I would really suggest that there's no other way. There's only one way, walking it and keep walking on. On Monday the 29th of August, NASA's project to return humanity to the moon was set to launch its first test flight. But just 40 minutes before Artemis's launch window was set to open, the team sent trouble. This is Artemis uh, launch control. They have an issue with one of the four engines in the core stage. The Artemis rocket uses four RS-25 engines borrowed from previous space shuttle missions. But as the launch team flowed supercool fuel into the engine for liftoff, Engine number three didn't call enough. Launch director Charlie Blackwell Thompson has called a scrub for today. Now engineers are trying to diagnose the calling problem in hopes of trying to launch again on Saturday. If engineers can't fix the engine problem on the pad, they may have to roll Artemis back to the massive vehicle assembly building to swap out an engine, and that delay could take weeks. Although there's widespread support for the Artemis program, it has cost billions more and taken far longer than originally expected. NASA chief and former astronaut Bill Nelson says, however, that it will all be worth it. Uh, you know, folks said the same thing about the James Webb Space Telescope. Twice as long, twice as much money. Look what that telescope is telling us and will tell us for the next 20 years. Still to come on the Sunday 7 is bad news for Greenland's ice sheets and what Twitter circle means for you. Right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Sunday 7. Follow us for your weekday news espresso. Or even try our island edition. It's in all the usual places. According to new research, major sea level rise from the melting of the Greenland ice cap is now inevitable. Scientists found that even if the fossil fuel burning that's driving the climate crisis were to end overnight, the global heating to date will cause an absolute minimum sea level rise of 27 centimetres from Greenland alone. This is Alan Hubbard, a professor of glaciology, speaking to Sky News. The inevitability is, is that the ice sheet has to retreat by the area of a, you know, a medium-sized European country, more than, for example, the area of Denmark, and thereby contributes 
27 centimetres to global sea level rise. That's irreversible. That's committed. Worse still, if Greenland's ice were to melt at the record rate seen in 2012, those sea levels could rise to a staggering 78 centimetres. It might take 100 years, but melting ice poses a direct threat to low-lying communities in places like Bangladesh, and runaway melting could spell disaster. Jonathan Bamber's president of the European Geosciences Union. The Syrian refugee crisis displaced 4 million people, half of which tried to enter Europe. And, and, you know, we know what the consequences of that was. Multiply that by, I don't know, 100. And, you know, think about the potential consequences. The ice is melting, some of it's beyond our control, but the rate at which it melts and by how much is ours to influence if we choose to listen to the warnings. Do you have a doppelganger somewhere in the world? You might. In fact, we all might. Doppelgangers are people who resemble each other. They look like twins, but they're not related. Now, new research suggests that doppelgangers have more in common than meets the eye. People with very similar faces also share many of the same genes and lifestyle traits. That's according to a new study. To understand what's going on at the genetic level amongst lookalikes, scientists collaborated with the Canadian photographer Francois Brunel. Since 1999, Brunel's been travelling around the world to capture intimate portraits of strangers who look nearly identical to one another. Researchers asked 32 pairs of Brunel's models to answer questions about their lifestyles and submit samples of their DNA. And in this DNA, we're able to see that these lookalike humans, in fact, they are sharing several genetic variants. That was the voice of geneticist Manuel Estela, one of the researchers of the study, speaking with CNN. So they share these genetic variants that are related in the way that they have the shape of the nose, the eye, the, the, the mouth, the lips, and even the bone structure. And this was the main conclusion. The genetics puts them together and other factors are different and that's the reason they are not completely identical. In terms of their lifestyles, these human doubles were also more likely than non-doppelgangers to have characteristics in common such as weight, height, smoking history and education levels. Yet these research participants still not related at all. No, they are not. In fact, in each case, we went back uh, almost 100 years ago and there is no a common ancestry. They are not related at all. In the, in the world right now, there are so many people that eventually the system is producing humans with similar DNA sequences. And that's the reason. So chances are there's probably someone who looks exactly like you somewhere out there. Have you ever wanted to tweet in a world free of trolls and bullies? Well, enter Twitter Circle. It's the new feature that allows users to share their thoughts to a smaller audience, up to 150 people. According to the platform, Twitter Circle allows users to form closer, deeper connections with their followers without giving up the option of talking to everyone on the timeline. So, you can share your thoughts about culture, sport, music, work or even personal updates with a smaller list of people that you select, not the whole world. So how does it work? 
Well, users can choose who's on their Twitter circle, and only the selected users will be able to view, reply, and to interact with the tweets you share in that circle. The people in your circle will see a green badge under tweets sent to the group. Don't forget, whilst they can't retweet anything you post, they can still take screenshots and download your tweets. So you've still got to be a little bit careful what you're tweeting out there. This has been the Sunday 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am with the regular Smart 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.